Hello everyone, I'm Jonathan Little. I'm here today with episode 298 of Weekly Poker Hand. It's a lot of episodes. If you have not already, well, go back to episode number one and work your way forward. We've been through lots of different um, formats of hands. We've gone through my hands. We've gone through some students' hands. We've gone through other people's hands. And today, we're going to continue going through this 5, 10, 25 No Limit Cash game from Best Bet Jacksonville. I actually told myself after the previous two episodes, all right, I'm going to take it easy on George. I'm not going to go through any more hands that George has played, but then 10 minutes later in the recording, this hand came up. So, hey, why not? Here, George limps under the gun with a jack-eight offsuit. You probably don't want to play the jack-eight offsuit. It is a horrible hand from under the gun. If you are going to play it, you probably want to raise. On round to Toby with ace-queen, playing $9,000 deep, so 375 big blinds or so. He raises it up with the ace-queen offsuit, which is perfectly fine to $150. I like his big raise size. One thing that doesn't get discussed enough is that when you are playing against a player who's very loose, very splashy, who's always going to see the flop, when they do limp or when they do raise, you can actually isolate raise them much bigger than you normally would. So in this scenario, maybe a normal raise is to four big blinds or five big blinds. If you instead make it something like 200, well, now everyone yet to act is just going to fold everything, which is fine. And the initial limper, George, who's very loose, is going to call very, very frequently, which is great. So you essentially just get to get the competent, strong players yet to act out of the pot, and you get to play in position against George with what's presumably the best hand, which is also great. So a lot of good things happen when you raise bigger in this scenario. Um, I mean, I'm all for generally just sticking to good, fundamentally sound poker, but sometimes it makes sense to get well out of line, and I think this is one of those scenarios. He makes it 150, which is fine. We see Zach in the small blind with queen, 10 of diamonds. Now, queen, 10 of diamonds is a fine hand, but notice if uh, he was facing a bigger race at like 200 or maybe even 250, well, the queen, 10 of diamonds is going to fold, and that's just going to result in you being heads up against George. Now, if um, essentially when you're three ways, the ace-queen now needs to kind of make a hand to be very confident putting money in the pot, whereas if you're heads up, even the ace-high is okay if your opponent is playing ranges that are way too loose. So anyway, Zach calls from the, uh, the third blind with queen-ten of diamonds, and the jack-eight offsuit under the gun also calls, as expected. We're going to the flop. Pot is $465. Not exactly sure what's happening. The dealer's taking a break. All right, flop comes. Queen, nine, nine, two clubs. Zach is first with queen, 10 of diamonds, top pair. He checks. George is giving it some thought, and he bets 700. 1.6 times the size of the pot. Ooh, if you are in Toby's shoes, you are loving life right now. Remember, the board's queen, nine, nine, and you have ace, queen. That is really good. There are two clubs available, so you're, you don't really want a club to come. Really, the only bad cards for Toby here with his ace, queen are a king, an eight, or a club. Obviously, a 10 is bad in this scenario. I don't think a 10 is normally bad. Um, obviously, an eight here is fine. A king is fine. A club's fine. All the, all the bad cards are actually fine. But this is a scenario where if George gets a nice run out... Um, Toby could conceivably fold. Like, say the turn's a king of clubs. I think it's actually a pretty easy fold for the ace-queen at that point, even against someone who's way too loose. That said, George is way too loose. We've seen him run very optimistic bluffs in the previous two episodes of Weekly Poker Hand. So um, I'm really just not looking to fold this hand 
ever. I mean, the only really only real time I'm folding is on exactly King of Clubs. You put the King of Hearts up there, we're still not folding. Um, and it is worth mentioning, like th- these hands I've shown over the last three weeks of weekly poker hand happened within one hour. So George is clearly active. It's not like I took one hand from each day or something. These these are, hands are all back to back to back. All right. So anyway, with the Ace Queen here facing a 1.6x pot bet, I'm definitely just going to call. If you raise. Normally what would happen is you're mostly going to be getting it in against a nine or very good draws, which is not really what you want. Whereas if you call, you keep George in with all of his bluffs and his bluffs here are going to be open-ended straight draws, gut shot straight draws, flush draws, maybe just like random hands like eight, seven of diamonds. I don't know. But clearly ace-queen's in great shape against that range. Now, facing a 700 bet and a call, what should Zach do with the queen, 10 of diamonds from out of position? So he has top pair and backdoor flush draw and backdoor straight draw. Man. You don't love it because what's going to happen on this turn, I can already foresee it, is George is going to be betting very frequently. And if George bets the turn and Toby calls, I think at that point you pretty much have to fold on every turn besides exactly a queen, maybe even a 10. 10 is probably okay, I guess, um, or a diamond. But even then, you're not loving it, right? So this is a situation where looking at a like very maximally exploitative way of approaching this, I think you probably still want to call because if Toby's aware of what's going on, he knows George is just blasting it. And if George is blasting it with a very wide range, then Toby should be calling decently wide. And if Toby's calling decently wide, then the top pair is probably okay here. The problem is, is you just have big reverse implied odds when you happen to be beat. So I'm not exactly sure what the right play is, given given the ranges that work. Poker's uh, way more interesting. The ranges are incredibly wide. <laughs> Uh, because whenever George's range is very wide, then Toby's range widens up a lot, and then Zach's range in turn happens to widen up a lot. In general, if this was a regular scenario where it went lead for any regular bet and then a call, just fold the queen 10, no problem. This is a fun one, though. Zach's giving it some thought. He looks like he's actually giving it thought. I, w- I would tell you whenever you are actually thinking at the poker table, don't look like you're actually thinking. Don't put on your thinking face. Anyway, he does fold the queen 10, and I certainly don't fault him for that. Turns a five of hearts. George, blast again. $2,500 into the $1,800 pot. So he's got 1.6x pot, 1.6x pot. And um, well, now Toby has $8,200 behind. This is actually, again, a very similar hand to the previous episode where George had the 5-2 offsuit against pocket tens where I don't think you need to raise. I think it's fine to just call here because if you do call, George is going to at least consider bluffing the river. Um, notice here he will have something like, uh, he'll be able to bet about seven $6,000 on the river into the 6,000 pot, so he probably will think he has some fold equity. So I definitely like calling here from Toby, in Toby's scenario. And like I said, even if I get a very bad river like eight of clubs, I'm still just paying off. I know that may sound a little bit optimistic, but this is one of these situations where your opponent is really getting after it. And he's really getting after it. You just have to have to find find big call downs. I would call here with any queen. If I had a hand like pocket jacks, would I call? See, the problem with pocket jacks is that you actually block a lot of the obvious bluffs. Like the obvious bluffs here are uh, king jack, jack 10, jack 8, and then king 10, 10, 8. But you know, when you block a lot of those, it makes it way more difficult for your opponent to actually have a bluff. So pocket jacks is probably a fold, but I think any queen is a call. What about pocket twos? Is pocket twos a call? <laughs> pocket twos doesn't block any of the bluffs, right? So it's a little bit different than pocket jacks. I don't know. 
don't know. That very easily could be. Anyway, easy call for Ace Queen here. And the plan is to call basically every river bet. And you can already foresee the river bet coming. Toby's counting his double up. Oh my god. Toby just folded. Toby! 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 Toby. Okay. As maniacal as George has been, I absolutely hate this fold. Because you beat essentially everything. Yeah, every once in a while you get stacked, but more often than not, you're going to have George in a world of hurt. He's going to be drawing relatively thin to either four outs, eight outs, nine outs, no outs. <laughs> and you just cannot fold here. This is a very, very big mistake. And I actually mentioned this again. I keep referring to the previous few episodes. Go back and watch or listen to them if you've not already. Where the worst thing you can do against Maniacs is to call their flop bet, call their turn bet, and then fold to the river shove. And that's kind of what Toby did here, where he called the flop bet and then just folded to the turn bet. And I get it that he's betting 1.6x pot. That's scary. You typically don't think that's how people play with their bluffs. But if you've been paying attention at all, you know that he has been blasting it. Now, maybe Toby did. Maybe Toby just got to the table. Maybe this is his first hand. This is my first hand at the table. And I actually have no reads, which I kind of doubt because we're playing best bet Jacksonville. I don't know Toby at all, so I'm going to make the presumption that he is local, a local or local-ish. You probably have an idea of George is. George probably didn't just start playing poker yesterday, and I'm sure he's been around. And you must have some read that he enjoys bluffing. If you've been at the table for more than 20 minutes, you've already seen him get to the river and not be able to beat a marginal, under, marginal over pair, right? So... You just absolutely cannot fold in this scenario, and I think this is a big, big mistake. And this is what a lot of people do wrong. They show up, they buy in deep stack, they're ready to go, and then all of a sudden, early in the session, their opponent wants to put their told $9,000 stack in. They're like, oh, I don't want to put my $9,000 stack in because I could be beat. Uh, maybe, maybe Toby had a read that George only overpots it with the nuts. Clearly, his read's wrong, but maybe he thought that, right? In general, though, against players who are obviously maniacal, you cannot fold. This was a big, big error. That's going to be it for today for Weekly Poker Hand. I'm very frustrated at Toby here. George was trying to give him some money, and Toby didn't want it. <sighs> Come back next week. I don't know what we have lined up, but uh, hopefully people aren't folding top pair. Thanks for watching.